Blog Talk Radio. All right, all right. What's up? Peace. So I'm on here. This is the first time I've, I've, uh, well, first of all, first and foremost, get thanks. It is another Tips and Tricks Tuesday. Got a little light back there. I'm going to fix that. Uh, Let me see if I can turn that down or off. Another Tips and Tricks Tuesday on, uh, on this Tuesday. What is it, uh, March 6th? I'm going on. I'm on blog talk today as well as YouTube live. The first time I'm doing this. So this, uh, don't cuss me out. For, cuss me out if it's a failed attempt. <laughs> I think I'm on a blog talk anyway. As far as, as far as I know, the phone is on there. So I'm running a little late. But all in all, ain't no such thing. You know what I'm saying? Time is an illusion. But we are here. Um, on this sixth day of the third month of March here, March 6th. Uh, let's see. Well, you know, I want to give thanks to those who came before and those who come after. And give thanks to the First World Order family out there, Dr. Aline and Sister Kadira. You know, I ain't been on in a few minutes. It's been about a month. As you know, I've uh, got that job, the new job. I've been working three weeks on, one week off. It's my week off right here. Get thanks, you know what I'm saying? Um, going down to the land in a couple of days, uh, the brother and sister's going to have a Equinox event. I think it's starting on the 23rd to the 25th. So that'll be um, that Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Come on, come all. Have fun with it. You know, learn something. I'll be down there doing with some Qigong and Tachi. White crane, Tibet, Tibetan white crane, Tai Chi, Fuji gum. I'm more than likely I'm gonna um, demonstrate the six hundred sounds as well. But all in all, we're gonna get into it. I know it's eight thirty as it is, so I don't want to keep everybody up and and waiting on something. You know what I'm saying? As I said tonight, tonight's topic is. Um, I'm going to have to get that light. I'm going to kill that light. See if I can't dim it in there a little bit because I see it's right above my head. Like that. And it's still there. Nope. 
I go by the um, den where my mom's on. They sit in the bed watching uh, the news, CNN. It's probably like 2 o'clock, 3 o'clock by the time of this, and that's when that event was going on, that Valentine's Day, Florida event was happening down in, in, uh, in Florida where those uh, the, the high school shooters were walking around and shooting people and stuff. Then I, I noticed it. I was like, all right, 14 people maybe uh, like dead or injured or something like that. And I was like, this is the 14th. This is actually Valentine's Day. Now, how in the heck did that happen? You know, you know how we do, you know, you know. Well, okay, so they're going to put this fear implementing incident and overlay it on top of a traditional so-called holiday that's based on love. So I'm like, 14, wow, that's we talked about this a few times. We corresponded, the natural correspondence, you know, intelligence, speaking on what is maybe taking place within these ritualistic schools of thought as far as uh, some of these littles is concerned. So I'm looking at this thing from a systematic governmental point of view, like 14, of course, is equal in five. Five is half of a whole of ten. The fourteen and fourteen is twenty-eight. And twenty-eight days in February, twenty-eight is ten. It goes back to one. And generation. I'm drinking pomegranate juice with a little cherry drink. It's a big mix. Got cheese anyway. Like I said I'm just getting. Y'all should have seen me before I. I sat down and I was all over the place trying to get everything set up. I just got back in from a dentist appointment in uh, Salisbury. Well, anyway, so 14, 14 is 28. And we talked about that. That's split on one and one on, on a whole. But it's a, like the left and right brain, the meditation, the fluids come through and everything and serve as a connected point to physical and astral realms of reality somewhat. And it's intelligently and, nat- and naturally, so it's intelligent matter and nature's matter, fusing as one. Big, okay, but anyway, so we're going to get into that in a few. Um, so we, when I, when I noticed, I'm like, hey, they're really trying to push something right here. So I was, I just, you know, I, I didn't really get into it right then because I know, uh, might have been over my mom and grandma's head a little bit as far as me speaking on it, that type of uh, reality or that type of uh, virtual reality or virtual dream as it's being superimposed into our, um, our genetics or into our subconscious conscious mind by way of the active mode of reality. So I, I walk away, get my drink, and go back in the room, and everything start there watching the OA, you know, or the OA. And um, as I'm watching the OA, I notice that this is uh, the title scene of the OA. I noticed that um, the thing she was talking about was five movements. And I said, five movements, that, that um, corresponds to... Uh, the five movements within um, Chinese philosophy or like Taoism and different phases of, well, the five phases as well, the five elements, uh, the five processes, the five steps. Like in Tai Chi, there's five movements or five steps. It's 
um, three forward and two back in the retreat, three in the advance. You know, yeah. I was like, well, as well as the five planets. You know, the five planets being um, Jupiter, Thursday, Thursday, Saturn, Saturday, Mercury, Wednesday, uh, Venus, Friday, Mars, Tuesday. So those five planets in conjunction or connecting with the mother and father energies of Monday and Sunday, moon day and Sunday. And we'll see how all that relates. Moon Day is the Mother Day, that's water, and Sunday is the Father Day or whatnot, and that's fire. So moon and water, sun and fire, equaling fire and water, or er, moon, mother, water, earth, father, light or fire, er, the more, then connected again with that energy or that um extraplanetary energy of the moon and the super blue moon that took place uh, last uh, December, December, um, or the January, actually 31st, where we had a super um, blood blue moon, basically that's a super moon, a blood moon, the lunar eclipse, as well as a blue moon, two full moons in one month, one on the first and one on the, and on the closest part of the 31st, so one as it is, one soldier below, the last shall be first, the first shall be last. But this energy, this transitionary energy within January, Janus, you know what I'm saying, being uh, a deity within the Roman theology, the Roman mythology, mythology based on, well, his, one of the attributes is seen in the future, seen in the past, while staying in the present. Um, in the now time, but this transitionary period holds a lot of energy in transition of that that phase of, of what we call a stargate, if you will. So within what's going on, it goes into February or February, meaning purification. If we also look at the number five, we go into uh, supreme mathematics, supreme mathematics within Islam, or within uh, the nation of Islam, and 5%. Uh, number five represents power and refinement. Refinement is based on, refinement means to clean, basically. Purification, and of course, February again is the month of purification purity. So purging, power, and purging, power and refining. If you even look at the, the P and R, so that's pur. So we, we are purging power and refinement within this month. I mean, you look at it in a external value. The significance of it is based on fear, you know what I'm saying, as we see it in the way of the physical realm. Yet, as we travel into our genome, we can also view it from an ancestral star point of view, or in essence, the genetic coding can give us a clue or answers to wavering questions that may be somewhat complex to some extent. And these um, given or these gifts that have been granted in way of information may relieve us of uh, the unseen weight 
that had to come a particular journey from onward bound to out of bounds. So we must recall the truth that you remember resides in the ultimate experience. So remember, you know, they want to separate as in 14 and 14, 14 pieces of Osir that was, you know, dismembered or cut into pieces by his uh, so-called brother set or the lower self within humanity, the lower emotion, those five senses that we call sight. We'll go to this real quick. hearing, smell, touch, and taste. These senses can rob us of our energy by overlooking the actual value of what they uh, stem from. So at times it is best to connect the dots to complete the complexity of an unfinished puzzle and not separate the pieces to bring a more complex scene of chaos. So we must also reflect on the fact that all persons play things in the bit in the bit exist in the noun through the functioning processes via this intelligence. And all in all, we are all united by way of this intangible energy or this undifferentiated energy matter that flows in and out every physical structure by way of vibration. And this is the harmonizing music of life and the frequency of connectivity that has no beginning or end. This is me, this is you, this is us, this is the united field of nothing, yet everything, and it's the infinitude of all. So to get back to this, to this OA, as I was looking at it, and then, you know, throughout the week, I started paying attention to, you know, what was going on then. And I was like, wow, it, it is really relating to some other, other type of, uh, it has it's an allegory, you know, basically all allegories, are, allegory is basically a picture, a poem, or a story that has a deeper meaning. That you're normally based on something more political or something spiritual. So I'm looking at it like, what's really going on with this OA? You know, so I saw the OA and I'm like, Omega Alpha, that's Alpha and Omega. And it's just going to be with Alpha and Omega symbol right there. Like that, you know. So I'm looking at it and I'm like, yeah, that's Alpha and Omega, OA. And as, as you may recall, it is an alchemical expression, and we, we've talked about this and went over the actual movements within forming the Merkabar by way of mudra, uh, mantra, or power word, and symbol. And um, we spoke on how the circle within 
It's the spirit of life within the physical reality of the earth or man. And the square is basically fire, air, water, and earth. In the triangle, spirit combining with the knower on one end of the apex, that's the knower. Then as we go down to the next point, that's the thinker. Then the actualization of the doer, the physical being, the knower, the thinker, and the doer, the trial himself. And then the outer circle is the infinitude of all, whether it is the origin of the physical existence as it flows down through the knower, the creator, if you will, into the smaller circle. It's also the representation of um, Atunra as far as the circle and the dot, the condensed dot that expresses and expands outward to the infinitude of 10,000 things that we speak of, as we speak of in Tachu or in the Tao. Okay, so that expression is also noted within the Piscus Pisces. The Piscus Pisces, I mean. The Piscus Pisces, the fish organs, if you will, is, you know, that symbol on the back of the card, what Jesus do and all that, you know what I'm saying? But basically, that is the flower of life, power, golden mean. Different structures have been created just by way of this species. Even all things, somewhat like the um, the Kabbalah's tree of life, it is uh, a complex unification of symbols. Yet, it's simplified into life in its expression within everything that can be viewed as, as well as um, that may be not viewed under the uh, naked eye. Uh, the, as you can see in these symbols, we have the Alpha and the Omega that bears the viscous Pisces within it in the lower case, as you see. And also, this is Allah written in Arabic, and you can see the Alpha and Omega within that. This is Tao written in Chinese, Alpha and Omega, right in there, right at the tip, and the circle the ground, and then we have Om, and you can see that this is Pisces also is within that. As you can see, the Alpha and Omega is visibly expressed within that symbol as well. Now, I'm not saying Alpha Omega as it is uh, given in time or whatnot, because that came after these, uh, these uh, actual um, these actual scripts were delivered to uh, psyche. But it, it's really not about time and space. All these things, all these symbols are in general the same. So Alpha Omega is also here within the crook in the uh, flip. You know, the crook brings in the lower self or the animal. Flail corrects and disciplines the lower self or the animal. The flail is representative of the spine, man's backbone, the jig, a sieve. 
the crook is representative of the energy that brings in or the essence, the divine essence that brings in the energy after it has been corrected and brings it back upward to the Uraeus, uh, Nekabak and Washington. So again, OA, AO. OA also forms the arc or cross. So let's get back to the reason being was just. The storyline behind what would happen. Okay, because I mean, we have what we call everything's interconnected. You know what I'm saying? And um, some people call it fate, destiny. I don't know, but anyway. So I'm sitting there. Friday comes around, so I'm I'm on the latter part of the the season on this AO show. And um, you know, Wednesday is when this the shooting took place, and I'm like, yeah, okay. Wow, so I looked at the, you know, one of the things that the media, uh, whoever the newscaster was saying was, we're not going to glorify the uh, male who did this by saying his name is easy. So at first I didn't get a, a even a remote glimpse of who he was or what his name was, because I, I look at names, you know, and placement and that manner and break down the name as far as what it, it means, because that name sends out vibrations. To more than just, uh, it doesn't just suit the psyche to say, oh, this is uh, so and so by way of being a murder. That doesn't deliver anything to the conscious and subconscious nature of, of who we are. So I got the name finally, and his name was Nicholas uh, Cruz. I was like, Nicholas Cruz? So like St. Nicholas or something. You know, Chris Kringle, you know what I'm saying? Um, okay, Cruz, Nicholas. Nicholas actually means Nick, but Nike means victory in Greek. And Lord, L-O-A-S, Nicholas means of the people, Laos, the people in Greek. So Nicholas means victory of the people. Cruz is Spanish for cross. So it's victory of the people by way of the cross. And where's the cross? Is, are they talking about Christ or Chris Sprinkle? You know, St. Nicholas? The story behind St. Nicholas is that he became a saint because he saved a, a, a prostitute from being, well, a daughter of a man from being sold into prostitution. One of the storylines of this show OA is that um, these two, her adopted parents, came and saved her from her aunt who had legal custody of her over after her father had passed away in, in Germany, if I'm not mistaken. And she came to America. Her aunt ran the prostitution ring out of her house. So basically, these adopted parents that she went to move with saved her from being caught up in the prostitution ring. Same is similar to St. Nicholas. 
So victory of the people by the by way of the cross. Nicholas Coons or NC Nick, you know, St. Nicholas. Nicholas Coons. All right, so after that, you know, I'm like, that's coincidence, right? You know what I'm saying? Really, is it a coincidence? No. And then you get to Friday. Friday comes around, so it's the finale, or it's the latter part of the show. About to go to, uh, about to go to another. Was well, is the end part? I guess the last show, and um, teacher, um, so the last show, she is all. They've been locked up in these cages for a minute. Y'all gotta check it out. It's called DOA. All right, so they've been locked up for a little while in this cage with this doctor who's trying to figure out how to get into the, the, the I guess, the netherworld, you know, Amenti, the Dwight. He's trying to figure out if there was something after death, what would, what would happen after death, if they're like after death. So basically, at, towards the end of the movie of the show, she um, had gave these movements to a few people, well, five people, and they started practicing it while they were in these cages. And that's some of the movements right there. This is the actual movement in flow. You know what I'm saying? I know it looked crazy, right? I'm like, whoa, that one. Insane. What they doing? <laughs> like some uh, improv-type dance moves or something, just making up something. But they were in sync. These like, came from, they came from the astral realm. And she developed these movements by way of uh, this uh, other sister that she was meeting out in out in outer space. And she had a near-death experience as well as a young child that may have caused these um, issues to proliferate, if you want to call it. They weren't problematic, but they were situations that others around her did not understand. Now, now, I had an out-of-the-body experience when I was three as well, so it was, it was hard for me to explain to people who at the age of three all the way up to about 20-something what took place, you know, and then after that, being able to, you know, having the interconnection of of this intangible and this tangible, it was kind of uh, it was kind of a, I can't say it was the limo, it was just an experience, basically. You know, I'm not going to get into that story right now, but okay. So this is one of the scenes where they were doing, and this, this is still shot. If you notice, this this is Qigong that's called um, the heart massage. It's very similar to this, this movement that they're doing here. And I'll show it to you in a few minutes. And I was like, wow, he's doing heart massage in that ground right there. But basically what, after they went through, these different movements, this is in the cafeteria. So this Friday, right, so I'm looking at the last show. She she finally realized what was going on. Everybody was thinking she's crazy and everything. Or even the five people that she had introduced this, these movements to um, after she got came back from that those years of being locked up. These these individuals were locked up in that, that cage room with her. It was five other people, so to speak, that um, were locked up with her in that room. But when she got out, she taught these students at this high school and one and teachers how to do the movements because she she was thinking that these movements would um, advance her to the astral realm where she had learned them. And she wanted to save somebody else or something like that. They 
called him Asperger. Basically, she found out what it was in the dream because she was having these reoccurring dreams and things. She was seeing things before they was happening. She found out what it was, and the dad was at the door when she was about to run out. She said, Dad, I know what it is now. And he was like, go ahead. So she ran all the way to the school, and when she got there, they were already in there doing these movements. But what was taking place at the school for them to be doing these movements in the cafeteria and everybody's dusting up under these tables? Yep, a high school shooter were walking in the, in outside the school and came in the cafeteria. He had already been shooting up outside. That's when they started ducking under the table. Then he ran in, he came in there, and everybody really went, you know, ballistic and jumped up on the tables and was hiding and running. And they were like, oh, my God, oh, my God. These five people looked at each other, and they stood up in the middle of the cafeteria like, yeah, this is what it was, this is what it is. And they didn't know what they were doing, what the movement was for, but they got up and did the movement. It stunned the high school shooter from shooting anybody because he stopped. And in that 10, 15 seconds of, of inertia or whatever, what, t- what happened next was uh, one of the cafeteria workers ran and jumped on him and knocked the gun out of his hand and saved everybody's life inside this. Well, he got off one shot. And guess where that shot went? It hit um, O.A. Her name was O.A. And hit shot her right in the heart, and she passed away. Passed on the way to the um, to the hospital in the ambulance, if I'm not mistaken. So it went shot through the glass right there, hit her in the heart. You see what she's doing. You know what I'm saying? And we're gonna talk about. We're gonna go into a little of the Black Panther in a second, and what how this cross or because OA again, Alpha and Omega forms into cross, as you see right here, holding that flail in the, in the crook. You see the cross right there, cross right here, but also going to get a little bit much right. So that circle at the top, that's the omega, and then the alpha, the line at the bottom, is the male counterpart and the female, if you will, the kingdom of heaven is within you, and whosoever shall know himself shall find you. As the ancient Egyptian proverb, then you got the biblical, the kingdom of God is within you. That's Christ, Luke chapter uh, 17, verse 21. So we can see that um, this, this interpretation of life within the allegory of Alpha and Omega or OA, Omega and Alpha, the O and the A creating the cross. But what what is the cross again? Going back to the name Nicholas Cruz, Cruz the Cross. The cross when we do the math on it has four points and then spirit. So that's fire, air, water, earth and spirit. That's five points. So those five points is in relation to the 14th day, February. One and four equals five again. It's five, power and fire, the purging, the physical reality formed in the, uh, the metaphor of numerology, the number four. Five, personification outside of that, as it moves. 
So these five points is moving by way of spirit in in connection of intelligence. This all took place on this event as far as Nicholas Cruz, again, name meaning victory of the people by way of the cross, by way of the five points, the five elements, the five phases, or the five movements. I was like, hold up. This is more than a coincidence. How did this high school shooter come in here on Wednesday when I get off work, I go watch this show, starting out this always to go in there and see this on TV, on CNN, didn't even really pay much attention to it. Then I'm just watching it, you know, I said, five movies, wow, that's like two going you know, the six uh, hidden sounds, or five five elements, you know, the five phases and stuff. I was like, that's neat. But then, you know, as you get to Friday and this high school shooter pops up, I'm like, nah, nah, it's more than a coincidence. I, I got to do a blog talk on this. As a matter of fact, I'm going to get I'm going to go back into the blog. I had been on blogs already on the menu, so I was like, I'm going to do a blog on this and get on YouTube blog. Hopefully everything's uh, playing out in the right manner. I'm not sure I in the book, but I think everything is good. Um, peace, love, and this to everyone that may be listening in. I think everything is popping. Yeah, everything is um, up and up. All right, so... After that, I'm like, okay, I'm definitely going to do something on, on this this week, or this or I'm going on my week off from uh, being on that on that Joe and everything. So this uh, is also representative of the five points of the cross. But when we look deeper into the art, the art also has. The female male attributes in the joint to become the aunt that's life. So this is the stargate here, and this is life or light flowing from the stargate, the womb of mother creation right here. Then life, not necessarily man or male, yet information, being man, meaning um, mem, alif, and mean, mem, Mother, Ali, um, well, Mim, water, blood, chaos, Ali, um, first leader, and um, Noon, the seed or the, um, the offspring, the continuance. So, man is, is basically Mim, Ali, Noon again, but basically that is the continuance of life, the infinite flow of life. And that is symbolized within the ark. Also symbolized within our brain. This is called the circle of Willis. This is at the base of our brain connected to the ponds. And basically what this is, is is another picture of it, circle of Willis. It's a kinetic ark next to it right there, as you see bottom view of the brain. This has all the cerebral and cardioid arteries connected to it. So it's like the 12, um, the 12 uh, cranial nerves are connected to this basically as well. And 
Without this, there will be no circle of willis or the will of life or the circle of life. Will this will could also be equated to spirit. Because the spiritual will is what is needed. Spirit or circle is spirit. So the spirit of or the will of spirit. This is the will of the spirit as it flows into life. OA led me to the Alpha and Omega. Alpha and Omega led me to the cross. But then Nicholas Cruz was the individual's name. And you should not really, they downplay, as far as I say they, I mean the system or whatever these uh, entities, so-called, these elite, the littles that are in power, downplay the truth of the experience. We blame the person in the entirety of the subject matter or the activity that they may participate in in place of seeing and noticing in our observation the etiology or the causal behind the effect. When we do this, we sell ourselves short of truth. What I see is a young man that has been almost like an altar with the MK Ultra project, you know, possibly. You know, he's been playing those, you know, those killing games with the guns for the past 10 years of his life, 19 or something, so probably even possibly longer than that. I know my son has been playing video games since he was five. He's 22, 23 now and can't stop because of that dopamine rush, you know. He's getting that, those, those hormones, those feel-good hormones produced from a uh, you know, artificial synthetic reality that may cause uh, certain dilemmas within um, our critical thinking and our cognition or cognitive thought pattern. So blaming him for what society, if you will, has dealt him in his hand is not fair. I don't care what color, race, creed, whatever, when we put Blaming the person, where did this man get the gun from? Where did he learn how to shoot? He didn't no gun range. He learned how to shoot from the video games. That is legal. Are they going to ban video games? You know what I'm saying? I mean, freedom um, is not something that can be given in a manner of a physical reality. Freedom is from the heart. We must be freedom. Feed the dome, feed the mind, you know, and uh, by judging this young man or whatever, you know, judgmental, being judgmental in his act, also depletes us of our own internal energy being processed properly to utilize it in a more positive way to have a structure and, and balance in this chaotic society. When we look at it in the first sense as it is given, then it uh, nullifies the activation of our own true experience by taking in something that could be haphazard to our growth and believing that it is true. All right, but in any rate, you know, he has learned behavior. His learned behavior is based on you know, the circle of life within 
his uh, environment. It was a, it's a um, old, uh, back in the day, I think it was uh, some, uh, some scientists and German scientists did a science project with some rats or mice. And um, they put one mice in, in a maze. And they put heroin in the little drug and water in the other drug and let the mouse run and see what it's going to do. The mice, the mouse, at first was getting a little water and then some heroin. After about a week of doing this, the mice no longer wanted water, just wanted the heroin out, out the bowl until it died. Uh, so the next experiment, they decided to put the heroin up there on the left, water on the right, put some grass over here, like a little, you know, a little park or something for it to play in, put some female mice in there, put some food in there, let the mice go. The mouse ran around, ate grass, laid around in the little park, went over there with his female friend counterparts, had a little, you know, leisure time with them, did the thing, went over there, got some water. Guess what it didn't do? It never went to the heroin. Months of this experiment, the mouse never touched the heroin. Why so? Because its environment was conducive to growth as well as participating with sensual gratification in a natural means. So the mouse didn't have to go to an external artificial substance that gave it its gratification by way of a drug it had everything it needed in this natural environment that allowed it to be comfortable as its as potential was uh, uh, substantiated. So in this reality here, as we go into the human genome or the, the human being, what I see is taking place, they put us in certain environments that are not conducive to self-growth and self-awareness. They give us certain external items to participate with to exclude our personal gain of knowledge itself within that structure to see how we are all and everything is interconnected to be able to continue our uh, fluctuation of vibration within that um, um, circle of life. So, the, you know, like the ABC store is next to the gun store is next to the high school is next to the hospital. That's next to where I may live. And all these things are located in this personal uh, place or this environment, the circumference of life where we are growing, yet this is not growth. This is a stunt of growth. Because now we're not in an area that is going to be collectively um, beneficial to advancement. So if we put everything that's necessary, even the drugs to be in there somewhere, but if everything else is that's naturally healthy for us, if we have natural healthy woman, natural healthy um, greens, or greens like you know the grass, natural healthy place to uh, be able to rest and some water. Those substances are life. That's that's uh, we have earth, we have water, we have air, and then we have 
the, the energy of the woman, the fire, if you will, that is, we can call the spirit, that would be the spirit. And then we have ourselves as the fire, or the man or the human being, the man in this respect, going in there and being able to have, um, to be able to actualize growth by way of what is available naturally in nature matter. And then the intelligent matter will also connect. So that's the circle of life we're looking at, or the circle of willis there. Again, located at the base of the brain. And it also can be looked at as a symbol of the aunt. So the aunt, the O, and the A, OA, the aunt, the O is shin, that's eternity, infinity, forever. And the objects that exist in time and space are. So that's dark energy and dark matter, creating light, arc, light process, right? The dark energy, dark matter, and then us, or carbon. It's a beautiful thing, you know what I'm saying? Once we uh, are able to relocate what is given to us and then perceive it from perception is very valuable, how we see things, how we look at things. Sometimes we look at with the physical eye entirely too much and not with the heart. When the heart comes in and plays the role that it should, the heart is the general of all the other organs. What, 60 to 80% of the energy of life is flowing by way of the heart. And that's from a electromagnetic spectrum that they did studies on and, and tested where a lot of, where the majority of energy that is being flowed into the body, where is it actually entering at? And they saw that there's more electric magnetic energy within the heart than the brain. That's the second most. So we are getting, we are actually bringing in or absorbing in more energy by way of heart energy. And if that heart energy is turned upside down from love to fear, as we transmit it from it being entered into the body, as we receive it and then transmit it back outward, it's going to only flow outward from epigenetics, from the standpoint of epigenetics, as 80% of our reality is based on what is already there, then what's going to take place is we're going to, as we spoke on before, we're going to see a chaotic reality. And everybody running around going stupid loose. You know, so tonight I'm bringing in these five movements in a few minutes. Uh, we've been on this about an hour uh, with this uh, brief, brief, an abbreviated discourse. Hopefully, I'm, I'm going to try to cut it in a few minutes. I'm going into, so this is the heart right here, right? Heart of the matrix, so this, the entry point where physical reality meets the um, spiritual reality, that 14 and 14, physical and spiritual, the splits on that. So on the 14th of February last month, again, what took place is um, the Valentine massacre to try to infiltrate and remove the thought of love on that somewhat special day for some. You know, whoever participates in that, um, that said ritual. You know, I seen that like, yeah, I automatically see what's going on to trying to 
Um, see, this is the sacral symbol right here, or, or Kapala. They're trying to create something from our ancient method, methods of, um, of ritual or rites and replace it with something that is externally or by way of epigenetics again, that is externally uh, hazardous to the genetics. You know what I'm saying? So as it goes in, it has to come come back out. As within, so without. You know, as above, so below. Um, Regular in, regular out. If I eat this toxic uh, hamburger, I best believe I'm going to have some type of toxic reaction come out my physical body. Same thing with reality. If I eat this toxic reality, I'm going to have some type of toxic outcome or toxic reaction that's going to ensue from my physical life. So this power here, also symbolic of the heart, as also symbolic of the sacrum region, from low to uh, high, is also symbolic of the left and right brain as we go into the cranium. And these connection points flow from lower to high, and they all actually, meaning star, are moving or vibrating, right? So how does this correspond or correlate to the movie Black Panther. As it says right here, I, this is from Nikola Tesla, Nikola Tesla, our entire biological system, the brain, and the earth itself work on the same frequency. The brain and the earth works on the same frequency. The frequency of 7.38, if I'm not mistaken, that's the um, hertz of the, of the brain as well as um, the, or the residents of the brain and the planet Earth called the Schumann, the Schumann residence, residence. But these two are in fluctuation at, on the same hertz. And that is also the fluctuation or the sound of um vibrates at that, that hertz as well. All right. So how does this correlate to, again, Black Panther. If we recall the opening scene of Black Panther, um, where the dialogue is is being spoken, the um, brother says, and it may have been law, I mean, uh, um, I can't recall, but it may have been. Lawrence Fishburne? Yeah. Or, or, I forget the brother's name that started as, uh, as Zoe, but he was also Ghost Dog and everything. But he has, he has stated that 10,000 years ago, um, there was a meteorite crash. There was a meteorite crash, um, I think he said 10,000 years ago, 1,000 years ago. But anyway, he said that this meteors uh, affected the life on planet Earth, the planet, the plant life on planet Earth. 
and it uh, eventually developed one of the plants that was a heart-shaped plant to have certain attributes that would give human beings an extraordinary ability or superhuman quality. So um, Bosch came and grabbed up the plant and found one of the tribal members of Wakanda and gave it to him, and he became the first Black Panther. All right, so what is this, these meteorites and, and everything that they speak on? So we go to the book, Why Darkness Matters, The Power of Melanin in the Brain by um, Dr. Um, Richard King, as well as edited by um, Dr. Bruce Bynum, Dr. Ann Brown, and Dr. Um, Dr. Owens Moore. Inside this book, what is stated is in chapter, what chapter this is? Um, there's a chapter four. Title of the chapter is um, Neural Melanin, a Black Gate Threshold, the I-33 Tissue of Peru. And we're going to, to on page 128, I'm going to read a little bit out of here. Page 128, and this is in relation to the alchemical transmutation or transformation. All right, page 128. Dynamic symbolism is a reflection of internal processes and has the capacity to transform and heal the body and mind when intelligently focused and understood. It is therefore critical in this light that a study of neuromelanin be seen as a study that is an integral part of much of a much larger study of melanin, not only skin melanin, but brain melanin in the classical and historical tradition of melanin as the comedic flesh of rock. Okay. The neural cosmological implications of the black carbon atom, especially black cosmic melanin nanodiamonds of the carbon rich protoplanetary nubular interstellar black matter is also implicated in this wider view that embraces both the micro worlds within us and the cosmic ambiance that dwells about us. For as surely as this is one universe, the inner and outer aspects of it must interpenetrate and meet at some level of manifestation. This is indeed the whole thrust of the ancient vision on the banks of denial and chemistry and the root of our modern concept of it as the neural cosmology. And now I'm going to skip over to page 129. Black matter is the form of interstellar gas clouds battened with these luminous jewels of black nanodiamonds, which are the literal genetic seeds from which stars are born. They arise from the same high-energy, primordial shock and flux that populated all of creation. This inner melanin is, in some, as yet unknown, was a gateway to the outer world of dark matter, as suggested in the last chapter of Babylon. This is going into the last chapter. Why does this black material so intimately associated with life itself? Where does this black material so intimately associated with life itself come from in the first place? The interstellar material of our Milky Way galaxy contains in a huge state vast interstellar gas clouds composed of hydrogen 70% and helium 28% with a small com uh, component of uh, solid particles and interstellar or cosmic dust. In addition to the element carbon, there is found in interstellar expanses the elements oxygen, nitrogen, nickel, sulfur, aluminum, iron, and others, and others, along with many different organic and inorganic molecules. 
Diamond formation is favored by an abundance of atomic hydrogen and low-carbon ratios. Nanodiamonds are a common byproduct of star formation and are formed in interstellar, and are formed in stellar, stellar systems and ejected from a supernova carbon star explosion. And right here. Nanodiamonds are a solid crystalline form of most this is page one thirty one. Nanodiamonds are a solid crystalline form of mostly carbon atoms that are extremely small in size with medium size of three nano three mm. Not sure what that is. This is a size that is ten to one thousand times smaller than interstellar grains. So that's ten to one thousand times smaller than interstellar grains. Nanodiamonds have a large surface area to volume ratio with an active surface chemistry. It is the nanodiamond's active surface chemistry that results in the formation of active species. A critical role is served by nanodiamonds and interstellar gas clouds in the formation of stars, also in the creation of biogenetic molecules of melanin in the interstellar clouds of many galaxies and teams in the same way in our solar system, perhaps since the solar system was created. It is true. It is through the interstellar gas clouds that these black biogenetic surfaces sometimes transported on the large surfaces of traveling comets along with amino acids move through the stellar abyss and throughout the innumerable solar systems feeding the surface of planets like Earth. This is the ancient panspermia hypothesis and vision reinterpreted by noble Laurentius, um, Francis Crick, and Leslie Orwell. It is these black matter melanin seeds from the stellar expanses that provide the biogenetic spark of life. From this perspective, it is difficult to see how this material could ever be conceived as mere waste matter. So what what is going on right here is that we're talking about what this panspermia is basically what was the headline at the beginning of of the movie Black Panther. What they said was this is what, you know, again, allegory. Allegory is a story, a poem, or a picture that has a deeper meaning, usually based on a moral or political point of view or a spiritual point of view or a spiritual perspective. Spirit is one as intelligence. What was on these meteorites that affected the plant life? Melanin, basically, or nanodiamonds. Nanodiamonds that once cooled down became carbon. So this is a vast simplification to go back right here. The process of gravitational collapse and other cosmic forces eventually created a nuclear fusion state that fueled the nuclei of hydrogen atoms together to produce helium atoms. The helium then continued to fuse producing atoms of progressively higher atomic numbers, you know, the, basically the periodic table. And when um, of higher atomic numbers, nuclei were with more protons and neutrons and fusion, where, where eternal heat gradually increased and transformed the structure of gas particles. It is out of the flux of mother gas clouds that the carbon atom arose. This is a vast simplification of a complex process, but the point is that the critical end product of black nanodiamond is carbon. So the, the end product of black nanodiamond is carbon. As, we, as I used to talk about uh, the genetics or at, Information is flowed by way of the ancestors or the ox 
what is this on stars, the nanodimes, this metal bar, you know what I'm saying, in, in a very microscopic perception. Not to mean we have a microscopic perception, you know, as we have, as we have a Hubble telescope. <laughs> well, okay, but basically, peace, peace, everyone. The T, how, how we say it in uh, making that here, uh, it's here in Hatep, I bet. Dual, it's here in Hatep, I bet. Praise, I come in peace, family. All right, so as the, as the nanodiamonds come into um, the planet Earth by way of comets and meteors. So it's transported on these large surfaces of traveling comets along with amino acids moving through the cellular abyss and throughout the innumerable solar system, feeding the surface of the planet like our Earth. This is the ancient panspermia. So what they were speaking on was the panspermia. Pan meaning great and spermia, life, basically, the great life. What's the brother's name? Black Panther. You know, so you got Pan, Great, Thor, the great Thor, the great Pan, or, or Black, then Pan, Great, so the great Black, what does Thor mean? Lightning, basically, or thunder, the god of lightning and thunder. So you got the great Black lightning. What is that? That's light. That's, if you look at frequency and vibration, what is the symbol? It's electricity, basically, that waves. So when we go into uh, millions, at least in noon, noon is the symbol of a seed or of uh, basically it would look like a, a, an end. As you look at the end, it would have a little, the top of it will also have a more, it will be more um, distinguished and, and flowing outward. But that is, that would be also equivalent to electricity, but then you have men, which is also water, but that's also equivalent to electricity, but black pan third, pan great, Thor, lightning, thunder, so the great lightning, the black great lightning. And that's just from that point of view, you know, as I look at it, but, you know, we can look at it from different angles as well. So that's one view on Black Panther. But then, what was so? What was? What did? What did? What was? What's Bast? Looking at the picture right here, Bast. You look at the name again. Yeah, Ba and Set. Divine Soul, Ba, Set, Darkness. So we got Divine Dark Soul, or the, the Dark Divine Soul. Bas is also um, B-A-S is also means it also means large jar in um metamethyl or anti-Semitic spirit. So a large jar. What's a large jar? What is divine black soul? You know, the black mother the mother womb. That's going back into where this life is coming from. So this life or this light, panspermia, spermia life. Again, as we look at the physical world. We got Alpha and Omega, so the Omega being the circle of Willis or the circle of life, the spirit of life. As it flows down out of this um, the Stargate, it goes into this this whole 
um, circumference of of this void or this darkness on these different materials, call them comets, meteorites, and it hits other materials, call them planets, and then it sees those planets. These planets are the mother energy. These comets are the father energy or light as it flows down, bam, blesses the, you know, orgasmic type of sensation happens or occurs, and then we have abundance of light that flows through. So this, it was said this took place in, in Africa, when in actuality, I'm looking at it more from not a location, and as we know, Africa was once, or the whole planet was once called Pangea, which means the great planet is and all of the planets or the entire, all the continents was once interconnected. So Pangea will be one. That's 28. That's one zero. That's five and five. That's one zero. That's one. So in the separation, you know, in the place of putting the puzzle together, then yeah, we would just look at it one location, Africa, which is cool, good, good news, good business and everything. Yeah, still, I'm not even looking at it from a perspective of the landmass in general, um, arena of of the earth, but also in the arena of man as life comes in again to this heart. As it flows into the heart, as it states right here, our entire biological system, the brain and the earth itself work on the same frequency. This energy was called um, vibranium in the moon, Black Panther. This dark energy, dark matter that flows into the planet we call vibranium. This is that affected all the life on the planet Earth. So the brain and the Earth itself work on the same frequency or vibrate on the same frequency. Vibranium. Vibranium or vibration means in, in etymology, it is etymology not cognitively speaking, what it really denotes is movement. Vibration or vibration, vibration is French, but vibration is Latin, means to move or to go to and fro. What does the frequency do? The electricity, it moves, it's moving. Vibration is always moving. Everything is in constant flux and flow. The vibranium says it's, it uh, absorbs vibration and changes the polarity of it or the molecular structure of it. That's what melody does, basically, right? It absorbs all light and sound and transforms and transduces it into other forms. You know what I'm saying? Light. So this is uh, in conjunction to um, what that green, that green uh, plant that was heart-shaped that influenced and gave the first Black Panther and all the preceding Black Panthers, their power. This Black Panther is a great light or the great um, black light, you know what I'm saying? This, uh, this is from Bach, the divine, um, the, the, uh, well, said the dark divine soul from that is in conjunction or coincides with the black mother energy or the black womb of mother space. Dark energy, dark matter, dark energy expands and moves and forms dark matter. 
as the dark matter flows or fluctuates or goes to and fro, vibrates, it then forms into the physical matter that what we can see, you know what I'm saying, as far as, you know, comets, meteorites, planets, solar systems, galaxies, you know, and, and whatnot, and all in us, you know what I'm saying, basically. But all that is in, it coincides together as above, so below. In the movie Black Panther, well, okay, after that, you, you also got to remember where they located at. This is in a, a location on the map. They say near Tanzania. Um, and also, you remember Captain America's shield is made out of vibranium as well. That's why it was so uh, heavily valued by him because, you know, and he had those extra abilities. But you see right there, Black Panther is kicking his, uh, uh, his Captain America, Captain America in tide right now, right there, a little something. That's what's up. <laughs> But uh, they say that uh, Wakanda is located near Tanzania, you know, or somewhere like the Ethiopia or Kush area. And that's uh, where life, say, they say life was expressed there on the equator, basically. Life started in that area. And I can see that, not necessarily Ethiopia, but uh, the equator. So that goes around the whole spirit. That's where that then expansion from the center out, you know, basically that dot, and then the, the expansion from the condensation of those comets and meteorites landing in that general area, the majority of them, and then expanding outward. All right, but, all right, so what's the name of the country, Wakanda, right? Wakanda, why? Kanda or Kunda, Wakanda. But what the name is derived from is uh, ancient Omaha or Native American language, and it means the great spirit. So there we go back to um, uh, Black Panther. You know, Pangea means the great land. Uh, Wakanda means basically the great spirit, but if we're looking at it in uh, Sanskrit, it's like the Hindu text, uh, Davos Nagas, we would would see Wa, meaning wondrous, and Kanda, like in Kandalini, uh, meaning large bowl. So the wondrous large bowl, and that goes back into what Bas, meaning large jar, but what is this large bowl? The womb, again, woman, the womb, again, the womb, the womb of man, woman. So this omega, again, with alpha coming out of it, alpha being man, or mem, alif, moon, as it flows down into light, or the ankh. Ankh, again, means is basically a moon, moon, head, and head. A moon, moon, K and he, he means infinite, K, darkness, moon, primordial waters, and the moon, hidden. So it's the infinite, dark, primordial, hidden waters. And what is in the bowl? That's what's in the bowl, the ah, 
the infinite dark primordial hidden waters, light. So that's that Alpha and Omega, the first and the last, the first and the 31st, those super moons. I mean, you know, this is perception coming from perception again. Per meaning through brain or mind. Except is where we get the word cap from, you know, baseball cap. Got my baseball cap on, my feet, you know what I'm saying? There's this new era going on, this new era. Yeah, okay, so perception and sure means the state of. So the state of, well, through the state of the mind. So the state of my mind basically uh, is to decipher, if you will, and reorganize and retranslate the given language that is what we perceive from the physical reality and let the ancestors give me a, a higher vibration of what it is, not necessarily what we think it to be. So we got we go back to Bas, uh, divine spirit, or the dark divine spirit or soul. Forgive me, so said dark, by divine soul, the dark divine soul. Also Bas means large jaw. So Wakanda meaning Wa. Kanda in uh, uh, Sanskrit again, where we get the word on from and everything, whatever. And, you know, we, although all these languages are derived basically from um, ancient um, not ancient ancestors. So, um, Wakanda or Wakanda, wondrous large bowl. So, that large bowl is filled with life. Or Panther, the great light, the black Panther, the great um, black light. And again, this is not one set location. This is all individuated to ourselves who absorb this love into the heart center and balance the lower and upper selves. What was the color? of um, the energy as it went through the body, purple. What two primary colors create purple? True blue and true red. So this blue and red, red is equivalent to active mode. You know what I'm saying? That's that, that movement again. You know what I mean? Blue is also equivalent to the receptive mode, but that's that movement of the spiritual in its non-movement or its receptiveness to change and transform as it flows and vibrates through sound by way of the um, the um, fifth chakra being the dope chakra, pi-thyroid and thyroid gland. So as it goes up from the root chakra, the prostate or the ovary, the physical mode, it then connects by way of heart through the activation of what we say. Again, persona. Person or the person is only who we tell ourselves to be. Persona or person means through sound. Sana means sound and per means through. So these certain activities of um, my eye, 
basically the five pillars of Islam, you know, truth, justice, equality, you know, um, balance, and everything. When those things are activated properly, it then connects the lower and upper selves to be able to uh, function in the process of life, in the circle of life, in the orderly fashion. So what was the important the important thing that I saw in that in the movie Black Panther is the ability of and the strength of the mother woman, the, the woman, the matriarch, is the true ruler of the planet. <laughs> I mean, you know what I'm saying? You saw the end of the basket right there, she I mean, she was like what she tell what was going on in the fight scene? The fight scene we had the uh the door of Melzaya, right? And you look at the word Melzaya, or M I L A G L A J E A, or so Miller, dark again, Melanie, and then Gia, planet, so the dark planet. But basically, the door of Melzaya means the adored one. So these adored ones, these women, these women, these Amazonians, these warrior princesses were the protectors and guardians of Black Panther. They would circle around him and if any if they if the if it was a battle or something going on inside of Wakanda, the last resort or the last um place of protection would be the uh, the last uh, the people or the soldiers that would be there right there next to the king the whole time or Black Panther would be the door of Majala. And that is a real door one, but then look at Miller Jir, it means dark planet. Or Miller, Mello, Miller and Jir, Pangea, you know what I'm saying? Jir land or the dark land, you know what I'm saying? But that dark land is a representation of the receptive nature of our subconscious, that mother womb. That dark energy, that dark matter, it um, it forms a more when we are interconnected with the inner, the intelligence, it forms a better sense of who we are physically, externally, and if we are just looking at the external and looking at what we think we is, is true or believing to be true, when belief has a lie all up in it, be lie Eve. So something lied to the woman, Eve, and led her to believe a certain reality in the past and that something was in, in the midst of the garden was supposed to be the serpent. But that's all allegorical too. It's not talking about a woman in general. What it's talking about in essence is uh, the downfall of man is basically allowing the lower self or that uh, animal, those animal instincts to generate and prosper over the higher instinct or the intelligence. So inside, you know, God speaks to my genetic, and then intellect is outside, um, speaks to my genetics. So intellect in means inside, tail speaks, and ek means outside. So the outside speaks to the, the, um, the inside by way of epigenetics, the 80% of the external reality. Intelligence is in, tell, I, gent. So inside, God or I 
You know what I'm saying? I-33 speaks to the genes. So that that true um, red and that true blue, when it's interconnected, forms purple. But when he drunk or ate the, the green plant, he, by way, that's the heart in him, you know what I'm saying, green, he then was able to have a superhuman or extraordinary power. So when they was out there about to fight, what happened? The um, jury or the high priest came over there, gave him this, this potion, this concoction, and he lost his power. But if you've seen it in his eyes, what, what happened? He was intoxicated. He took in some artificial substance and lost the ability to thrive in the, um, the frame of being Black Panther any longer. So that intoxicated substance is toxicity, and he didn't. He no longer had his strength to, to be who he was. As far as, but what did what did the mother say? That snapped him out of it. He said, "Show him who you are." I think do uh, Mukuba or whatever had him in bear hug or something. I only saw it once, but and I didn't even take notes. I just put everything on the cap. But he was like, he was like, uh, she said, "Show him who you are." And he looked at it, and then he snapped out of it. That's when he started defeating. Uh, Mukuba, I think it's Mukuba. But so just those words, those, that vibration, that frequency coming forth from the mother, moved her, you know what I'm saying, enabled him to wake up out of that intoxicated state and go do something with himself and defeat that part of himself, which, which you know, that, that part of the, one of the five tribes within Wakanda, five again. Um, the Jabari did not like the technological advancement, so they was like, "Now nah, we ain't having no part. But what was he having to dilemma with Black Panther or T'Challa was having to dilemma with the same issue because he didn't want to use the vibranium outside of Wakanda in that manner. He didn't want the rest of the world to know about that the highly advanced civilization and the highly so-called advanced technology. But what I see is, uh, basically through um, melanin or whatnot and all these other things. What is the most advanced technology on the planet Earth? We are. Human beings. The human beings are the most advanced technology on the face of the Earth and the universe. Not, I mean, just if we activate the energy properly by way of, uh, like the plant was talking about, a vegetable-based diet with a minimum amount of toxic debris and stuff in. But if we are purging on a day-to-day basis, or detoxing in the manner that is purposeful of releasing those toxins on a day-to-day basis, then, yeah, Black Panther jump will be Black Panthers or whatever. We'll, be, we'll have that great lightning um, fluctuate through the, the spine or that, you know, the cerebral spinal fluid going up and through the body properly by way of um, deep breathing exercises, meditation, yoga, you know what I'm saying, and these five movements that we're going to go over in a second. Actually, all right, so also in the movie, what was, what I seen that was very interesting was how, um, I think her name is Koi, but at the fight scene here, this is symbolic of Set and Horus fighting. You know, Set, of course, being the death mongol over here, and Horus being um, T'Challa or the king without the powers, 
and, and he was defeated and thrown into the Nile. He dismembered or whatever. He's cut into 14 pieces, thrown over into the Nile, in the coffin. He, him is, you know, uh, death mongoler set, you know, death set. Um, and his uh, his uh, co-mongers, the, the uh, conspirators, being um, dude from dude from the Get Out movie. What was his name in the Get Out movie? Chris. That was the, the um, he was the leader of the of the Border Tribe. I think that's what they were called, the Border Tribe. But yeah, this this um, this scene right here is a recap on the ancient um, storyline behind um, the flight or the fight of Horus and Set inside of uh, Perthian Peru coming forth by day. Uh, the Book of the Dead called by, you know, named by its photography. But as you see what's going on right there, he, he defeated, set defeated, defeated Horus, so to speak. I mean, defeated Osir, so to speak, and, and threw his body over into the Nile. And then, but he was found uh, by um, Mubaka and was resurrected you know, by the by the green the green light. But one of the things I noticed that really got my attention, like I said, was the fact that Ukari, the general of the Dora Magali, at the beginning of the following first scene, she was sitting there in meditation, navigating the ship. You know what I'm saying? I was like, wow. So there's another allegory right there. In this scene, what I gathered was, um, and I think Blog Talk is about to shut down in 10 seconds. Um, well, I guess it may still be running, though. So I'm still up and running on YouTube. I'm not sure what's going to take place on Blog Talk, but we're going to keep it moving. Um, any questions or comments or concerns, you know, and all that, <laughs> let me know. I'll, I'll get to it if I, once I see it. I'm going all over the place, as you know. Uh, so, but I noticed she was sitting in meditation, you know, navigating the ship. So that that right there, that, I was like, yeah, okay, yeah. So you're yeah, going to be all right moving. They already put notice. She's sitting in the lotus, and of course the green, the green uh, vibranium or the green plant, heart shaped plant, is the lotus plant. But that also meaning, you know, people are uh, keep that that vegetable based diet going. And also keep that growth going by way of, oh, yeah, yeah, the Great Rift. Uh-huh. And then we went through the Great Dark Rift a couple of years ago in Lake Victoria. So now we got um, Kilimanjaro right there, the, you know, the, the, the moon. <laughs> we got the, the two moons, right, going on over there, the mountain of the moon, most definitely. And um, he's sitting in meditation right there. We know the goddess Bas, some of the attributes of the goddess Bas is, one of them is healing. And also uh, passion, love. Um, in ancient times, they would uh, keep a, she was a protective goddess, you know, also uh, related to 
uh, Ra being the counterpart, where the daughter of Ra also sometimes reflected as the queen sister of Ra. Um, she was a deity of, uh, like you say, again, passion, love, uh, pleasure, um, dance, but she also was known for healing and ward off um, diseases as well. Um, one of the things that I noticed, though, like I said, was that Okia was or the general of that of the um, of the warrior princesses was sitting in meditation, navigating, and we know that meditation heals. It lowers blood pressure, leading down here. It uh, let's see, like talk about it, restores balance, functioning, digestive system, relaxes the nervous system, relieves muscle tension, diminishes intensity, intensity of headaches, uh, or migraines, um, relieves insomnia, frees the mind from self doubt, releases fears, reduces anxiety, improves depression, generates optimism, self esteem, confidence and motivation. So these are some of the benefits of meditation. Like I always say, meditation is my medication. As you can see, it restores balance to the digestive system, acting as reduction of nutrients. It lowers blood pressure, slows down the cardiovascular system, it relaxes the nervous system, it leaves muscle tension. That sounds like uh, some attributes of box that you will, because what is box known for again? Um, to ward off infectious diseases and, and ward off illness, basically. So meditation purges the body of unnecessary to- unnecessary toxins. And so it was a kind of a thrill to see the general of the of the army right there, of the Dora Majala, sitting in meditation again. The heart, the general, sitting in meditation. And, you know, that's something I, 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 I do that, you know what I'm saying? I do that meditation thing. It's fun. <laughs> Good stuff. All right, so there's my eye right there. You got that heart in the You got both sides, 14 and 14 right here. You know, 28, that's a good pose in yoga. I love to do that, my eye pose. It gets fluid in the knees, the ankles, strengthens the lower back, that, that psoas, you know, won't be so... So no more, but the psoas muscle that's connected to the upper and the, and the lower parts of the body. It strengthens that. It relaxes the mind. It brings about stability, balance. Of course, harmonizes the energies in the body, raising the arms in that manner. It helps. Uh, it generates uh, essence in the kidneys as well as generates um, uh, oxygen in the lungs and the heart region. So it's a good pose there. Then we have the pose that uh, is going around everywhere, I guess, now. But this is, uh, you know, that vortex of energy, that heart energy, putting hands over the heart, sculling bones, if you want to. But this is the uh, the salute in Wakanda, Wakanda. Wakanda again, large bowl, the wondrous large bowl, you know, um, the dark planet, Nalgia, wondrous large bowl on the dark planet, where the Black Panther Panther. Again, great um, light, the great black light flows through Wakanda. You know what I'm saying? The 
large, wondrous bowl. The Alpha and Omega, the cross, the Ankh, the flail and the crook. Flail disciplines the lower self. The crook brings the lower self back inward. That's the biblical statement, Psalms 23. Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. What maketh me walk the green passes, leads me beside green, he leads me beside still waters, uh, stores my soul for his name's sake. Yea, do I walk through the shadow of the valley of death, I will fear no evil, for thou with me, thou staff and thy staff and thy rod, they comfort me. I'm just reading, I'm just saying this off the top of my head. I did this, but thy staff and thy rod. So thy staff with the crook and thy rod, the flail, comfort me. Yea, though I walk through the shadow of valley of death. Talk about it. And then I prepare, I prepare the table before me in the presence of my enemy, my cup and the vulgar. Truly goodness in the first, truly goodness. And mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. That's the ascending prayer as it goes up. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Make me lie in green path. So it's going up from, you know, part from the lower self up, and then it ends in the house. Truly goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. But it's going to that rod now staff. But that rod, it, um, Correct, and that staff brings it back in. And, and even though preparing the table for me and touch the enemy, my cup runs over. What's in that cup? Oil. What's oil? Black oil, that is. You know what I'm saying? That's that melanin again, that dark matter, dark energy. That's that vibranium. You know what I'm saying? That, um, that cerebral spinal fluid, neural melanin. You know? So. That, that in that large bowl, that wondrous large bowl, Wakanda. All right, so uh, let's get into other uh, aspects of what where we, we're going with it in different modes. Where is my okay? But it's again, it's the bell and the crook, the green one right here. Doing the thing, Gav, you know, I see it. You know what I'm saying? Mars. We're in March here. March. You know? So, yeah, we're getting into the flow of life. Yeah. You find the last, last uh, couple of. Mm hmm. So I'll touch on everything a little bit there. So not to look at the politics behind it as far as, uh, you know, like I said, this came from me walking in on Valentine's Day, going to start watching OA, the OA, or her name was, she said, I don't know what my name is. It's like away, but it's, it's like it's pronounced OA. <laughs> but the way thou is spelled T-A-O, A-O, Tao, T-A-O, the Tao, or Tao means the way or the ultimate way. 
basically the ultimate way is the ultimate truth, and that is my eye. You know, my and I, or my aki, you know, to balance, um, to balance with truth, or to weigh with truth. All right, so we're going to talk now, oh, and then go into the five movements as we are reaching that point. And I, I think I did touch on everything for the most part. So these five movements also relates to uh, the five phases or the five different um seasons, if you will. So you have um, spring, the first season, which we're going into now, the spring equinox popping up the 22nd. And it's relating to um, wood. The color is green. It's the period of growth, you know what I'm saying, which generates vitality and energy. So each phase spans out to 72 days and is all um, based on states of nature. And these are called the five phases. It's very, I've been practicing uh, what we call, well, in traditional Chinese medicine, it's called, or traditional Chinese methodology, it is called the uh, Chinese clock. This is ancient, this is an ancient um, method of activating energies within each season to stay in harmony and balance through each season. So we're going into spring and the liver energy. The color is green. So we go right there with that green, that fruition, and also that green herb or that green heart-shaped herb that um, Black Panther was popping, you know, to keep us, to get that strength going. That, that is a uh, the wood energy or spring energy of because wood is equivalent to um, growth. And what how does how do we generate wood by way of water? So we just came out of winter. The element of winter is water. So the water um, water nourishes wood. Water feeds the wood or nourishes the wood and creates life. The mother, water, feeds the sun, if you will, the wood, or the live, live, earth, earth, fire, or light, and the light that lives, the living light. The mother moves her, the face of Life or the face of nature moves being the vulture, speaking on uh, the cycle of life as it nourishes and uh, creates more life by feeding its offspring. So, moot being uh, nourishing her face, the nurturing face, moot her. And then we have liver, but basically, yeah, nourishing life. So water is feeding the wood, and we get life. So right now is a good time to elevate the liver energy and start to 
minimize cook food as much. Um, get that liver clean, get a good detox in, that grapefruit, orange, lemon. Uh, the master cleanse is pretty cool. Get 12, lot, 12 lemons, a uh, gallon of water, and some molasses to keep your calories going, uh, the glycemic or the sugar going, and some cayenne pepper. Dump a teaspoon of cayenne pepper or even more into that gallon. And do that for about five to ten days, a gallon a day, uh, with no food. And that's like uh, they've modified the, the um, master cleanse. And so, like, some people may do a cup of food in the evening time for the transition or the uh, evacuation purposes. But you're going to clean out real good. It's good for the kidneys and the liver to get some of that excess, excess toxins out from the, um, the winter of trying to keep warm and putting a lot, maybe more so, cooked food into the body. You know what I'm saying? We need to, so we should go into alkalizing state or transition to the alkalizing state going into summer, where it's a time of uh, a time of heat. So we need to definitely be cooling it off in that fire. You know what I'm saying? About keeping more um, fruits and vegetables, particularly vegetables that have less glycemic value or sugar within it, in the system in the summertime. All right, so we have five different phases versus spring. And the energy is uh, wood or the element is wood. The motion of the of the liver is um, acceptance away from the negative motion of anger. And then we have summer. The element is fire. The motion of the summer is um, hate, negative emotion. The positive emotion is love. And, you know, we get all heated up in the summer. There's all types of things going on, but we more active mode. We more lots of stuff going on outside, you know what I'm saying, externally. Balancing, that, balancing it out through the wintertime, which will be the almost the opposite, because far summer is a time of flowery, rainy, energy going on, you know, that, that red. The opposite of that is, is water, a fire, you know what I'm saying? And that's winter, but that's a period of, of stillness, not being so active. It's also a time of retreat. You go in, you know, the blood naturally goes in in the winter and it contracts. You know, you're sort of like that door in the wintertime, you know, that door starts getting stuck. And then when the summer comes around, it starts getting warm, the front door, you know, whatever. It's just sort of like it fly open all the time now. We're like, what happened? Why that door keep? But that's where it, it, it swells up and goes in, basically. Uh, well, it contracts and tightens up a little bit in the wintertime, and then in the, in the heat of the summer, it swells or expands back out. So in the winter, it might be loose and, like, you know, going in and the door easily you know, but then it got started getting warm. I had to go back, but it started getting warm. That door started getting stuck in the in the um, in the heat because now it's expanding. You know what I'm saying? So summer is a time of swelling, flowering. You know, um, fire energy. Winter is a time of retreat, going in, the blood going in, blood goes out, expands in um, in the summertime. Um, Earth is 
that transitional season period, what we call Indian summer or uh, late summer. You know, that's in between um, September and autumn. And um, that earth is uh, where the energy or the, uh, not the energy, but the organ system is that correlates with it is the spleen. The organ system correlates with the summer and fires the heart. Then we have autumn. The autumn is, um, hold up, let me put this up here for you so you can see it as well. Autumn's energy is the lungs. Metal was the organ is the lungs, the energy or the element behind this metal. The uh, motion of autumn is um, um, sadness is the negative emotion or grief. The positive emotion is um, is happiness. The negative emotion of the earth, I forgot to mention that, or the spleen is in the the um, organ is the spleen. The negative emotion of the spleen is um, pensiveness or overthinking. The positive emotion is patience and wisdom. So we have wood, spring, liver, emotion, acceptance. We have fire, summer, heart, emotion is love. And we have earth, spleen, the emotion is um, patience and wisdom. We have metal, autumn, and the lungs. The emotion is happiness. The last um, but not least is kidneys. The element is water. The season is winter. The negative emotion is fear, and the positive emotion is courage. And those are the five phases within the five movements of the planets as well. So each planet coincides with um, the five phases. Let me get down here to it. Hold up. So you see how within the symbol right here, fire creates, and over that, fire creates earth. It destroys metal. It melts metal. Fire insults water because you put fire in water, you know, it, it insults it. It's like... The water's like, what are you trying to do? You can't put me out. Why are you joking with me? But it's too much fire, yes. Like over acidifying the body. You know, like I said before, you go into New York City and the whole New York City's on fire and you got one fire hydrant. But it's not going to put that fire out. You know, so, so the body's just over acidic or uh, a lot of toxins are in the body, then it's not going to put that fire out. All right, so as you can see this, it'll be up here to uh, reference, but basically metal creates water. The metal is melted, 
He creates into water. When water water nourishes and creates wood, wood then fuels the fire. Then there fire creates earth by way of being broken fire and metal basically minerals creates earth and earth creates the metal is where the metal or the minerals are located. Then this process continues. So each season in this trans transition so look up what's good for the liver, you know, different food elements, herbs, uh, way of, of life, basically acceptance of the tree, you know what I'm saying? So of the tree, Zang Zang, is one of the Qigong's that I like to perform on, a, on not only on routines. I don't do it every day, but it's one of my favorites, but it's called Hug the Tree. And you see what the liver is, uh, coincides with wood, but acceptance. When we accept um, who we are to be true in any existence of what we think thinking to be who we are, sometimes it is better that way. I mean, in the, the denial state, that causes um, dilemmas or delusional instances of not knowing. Remember, we are everything. Even and the downside of our experience, we have to accept that. We don't have to re- re- recollect it and reflect on it on a day-to-day basis, but it's there for purpose. Remember, the purpose is not the reason. The reason is the purpose. Some things that we have done or we have participated with was due to uh, past experiences, basically, maybe in a past life or another parallel that we um, – may have not readily been available to a notice in this parallel dimension or in this life. And it just how happened that we participated with it again in order to understand it, if you will, or reconcile in, in the knowledge of it as we gain the wisdom again and then reconcile the differences to formulate a new life or our true life and that true inheritance, which will be a higher intelligence um, perspective and, and place of whatever the activity may have been externally and in uh, the flow of our movement or growth. So we take in everything as it is and grow with it. Take it how it comes and then keep moving. Don't look at it as a downside. Look at it as an upside and utilize that energy. Even though it may look negative to some, we have to acknowledge it to be something more so and accept it. All right, so hug that tree, as, and that's that liver energy. Um, like I said, we're going to go into these movements now, because it is 10.25, got in at 8.30, so we're beating at it, literally looking at it about two hours now, somewhere around in there. I think I got a few more minutes on blog talk. It's like maybe what, an extra hour or something. And um, 
longer going to continue what I said. If there are any questions, any comments or concerns, and I get thanks to all you brothers and sisters out there, um, the material, you know what I'm saying, the gods have returned. We ain't never returned, you know what I'm saying, re-meaning back, if you will, or again, turn. So, to turn again into who you truly are, it's a beautiful thing, you know what I'm saying? Remembering. You remember what happened again at the, on the scene of Black Panther, you fell over into that water. That water is the motion, so the energy in motion. And he was, he fell into that water due to, again, set is, is the, is the uh, polarity of Osiris. So this is the lower self and the higher self combating each other in order to, for one to dominate, it has to um, pretty much utilize and manipulate the emotions, the energy emotion by what, one way or another. And how Death Mongola did it was through vibration of, of sound and memory. So we reside on a lot of our, we relocate memories, and then we use that memory and trigger certain emotions that may not be healthy, and that can cause uh, certain activities to appear as we trigger those memories, and then the download happens all over. So the observance of our thoughts because there's, there's plenty of them in my head, you know, of course. And then notice our reaction before we react physically. Notice the reaction in mind by where it's the last thought and the last reaction. All right. Okay, let me. Oh, pardon me. There go that omega-3 and uh, what was the oh, omega-7s. Omega-7s are real good for inflammation. They're good for cardiovascular health. Also, they're good for um, eyesight as well as skin, hair, nails. If you get the oil and use it on your face or your uh, hair, omega-7s are basically omega-3, 6, and 9, and 1, but it's an abundance of omega-3 in there. That's your MCTs, too, like coconut oil, but it's, it's, a, it's very good. Um, for all around, it's just good. I've been popping them for a couple of I started back supplementing since we out of winter and I ain't had no issues. I almost had issues. I ain't gonna front. Like, I'm gonna keep it 100. Uh, like, everybody had the flu for about two weeks in, the, in my mom's house. My nieces came over, my sister, everybody. I went to sleep when I got out of work. And I forgot that they were over there and she had slept in the bed that I sleep in in the back. And I went to sleep in there. I woke up, had a little itch in my throat. I was like, what? <laughs> you know, it's been two days of that, you know. But uh, get that broccoli in there, Brussels sprouts, cruciferous uh, um, vegetables, don't matter, onions, scallions, all, you know what I mean, don't matter, leeks or something, radishes. Uh, radishes are yeah, real good. Uh, anything's going that re- mucus reducing or uh, inhibiting food items throughout the year, not just in the winter when you get a cold or something, 
basically that's those are the vegetables I eat: spinach, kale, um, lettuce. I mean, romaine lettuce, uh, Brussels sprouts, cauliflower, uh, broccoli, carrots, uh, leeks, garlic. Um, that's my main stay of the, of the year. That's what I like every day. One part of the day, I put something like that in the body to minimize and to inhibit mucus from forming in the body. Remember, mucus is basically acid. So when we get over acidic, then that's when the flu happens. There's like 300 cases in North Carolina alone, I think. So I can imagine there's been a lot of flu-related deaths throughout this winter. But that's because of the processed foods and the toxicity in the water and air. Uh, the level of acidic or acidity that's already present in the, the body that, um, and then when the reoccurrence of those items are steadily being produced and, and uh, implemented to the body, you know, especially young children, and the parents not knowing what they're doing, you know, keep going to McDonald's or, or buying these box goods at these stores and processed items, they're not knowing it's producing mucus. So it's building up in the body, waiting for winter to get here to uh, try to get out and then go get this Tamiflu or these flu shots and, and be still sick the next year, even worse. But, yeah, I had the little itch, and I put those items in. I got some oregano oil and uh, some uh, peppermint and eucalyptus made drinking tea. And I, I, I didn't get no temperature, no upper respiratory problems, no coughing, no phlegm or nothing like that. It was just that itch, and it went away in two days, and it, you know, uh, meditation is a powerful thing. You know, you know, Okia was right there. What was she doing? Lying in that meditative state. Before I get up, I want to also, these right here, these, uh, what we call them, where we at? Uh, call them Chinese uh, balls, Qigong balls. These are good to activate the five energies within two, the five movements, five movements related to the cycles, but also the five phases, the five planets. So, you know, the moon, the earth. Well, I mean, uh, not the moon, but the, uh, we have uh, Jupiter, Thursday, Thursday, um, Saturn, Saturday. Wednesday, Mercury, um, Tuesday, Mars. But anyway, so we got the, I don't know if you're looking at These will help alleviate tension in the wrist, the elbow, as well as the, the um, bicep and tricep, the forearm, the elbow, and the shoulder. It will help release or relieve um, arthritis. It also will help with high blood pressure. By you, when you use a slow, what I normally do is I might take a slow, but what, how you do it is these are the larger balls. You can get the smaller ones to start it out, but basically you just put them in your hand and you go, I, do, I go clockwise in my right hand and counterclockwise in my left. But you start, and these are the five, these are all the meridians as well as the organs. It's called the family of the Dantian. And you just start and you roll them. But first, you might 
click them. The first time I was doing, I was at the store when I bought them a few years ago. And the little lady at, at the uh, Asian store, she said, you lost already. I said, what do you mean I lost? Because I thought I was getting it. I, was, I had the smaller ball, and I just rolled them around in my hand. She said, click, clack, no. She said, no, no, no. You, you don't touch the balls as they roll through the hand. So you put them in the palm of the hand, and you allow them to go through the fingers. After a while, the muscle memory will get there, and the strength of your fingers allow you to move them to where they won't clack as much. They got these. They have bells in it to where when you um, you know, I might sit when I'm driving, when I'm eating, I put it in my left hand, and I um, in my mind, I'm um. It really brings about a calmness, mindfulness. Uh, it allows you to be more connected to your sensitivities and what's going on in your area. It connects all the organs and allows them to harmonize together. And, you know, the family, the family of Dantian, to all the organs, the heart, the liver, the spleen, the kidneys, and the lungs all connect and flow together. So the five phases, five elements, five organs, the five movements. And again, vibratium means movement, vibration, vibranium. Where is this movement coming from? The heart. Peru, heart. So you put them in your hand, just the left hand, just my right hand. Have them in your hand. And just start rolling them around in the fingers from the thumb. Thumb moves it over to the pinky. I call this a catch mitt. As it catches it here, it flows over. And once you put it in your hand, you figure it out. But then you just get it going. Don't, don't you know, that, that'll happen at first. But then after a while, you just get that muscle memory and it just starts along. But this is good for, like I said, critical thinking, slowing down, the, the, you know, the, all those different thoughts are just going on in the brain that may cause us to be more um, confused and causes us not to be able to think clearly about certain situations. I, it helps, you know, all things help. Eventually, we'll, we'll, we got it going, but eventually, you know, these incidences are going to slow down and, and uh, become nothing. They ain't nothing. nothing from nothing equals everything. Really. Uh, I'm just going to drive right quick. Oh, you got me. <laughs> yeah, okay. Uh, I'm, I'm laughing too. Uh, <laughs> Kamula, colleague, uh, dear brother, or sister. Um, at any rate, um, Yeah, I, I, I bought it a few minutes ago. It was 
Yeah, I, I didn't know if anyone heard that, but yeah, it was all, it's live on YouTube. Of course, you heard it. All right, and and the mic is like profoundly receptive on picking up audio. Oh, my mom. Oh, I was coming down here. Cause we're here in the background. All right, let's get into this. Uh, get into the five move. I mean, six movements, the six uh, healing sounds in the movement. I haven't adjusted. Make sure you can still see what I have in the I think it's good. I don't know anymore. I'm going to move it a little closer over here. Got to see the feet just a little something. All right. 
Okay. So, all right. We start with the first hit, six, seven sounds. We're going to start with the heart. Start with the heart because that's where things start. All right. So, we start with the heart. We're going to open up, though. Get relaxed. Before doing Qigong's, um, basically, be relaxed. You know what I'm saying? Loose. Maybe, you know, do head roll. Three to the left. Three to the right, three to the left, shoulder rolls, three forward, three back, arm rolls, three forward, very slowly, and then three back. I'm not I'm not going through them like, like that right now, but then three back, and then do breathe in, breathe out, breathe in, breathe out, breathe in, breathe out. Yeah. Reach out. Oh, hey, mom. Hey. I'm still on. Oh. I guess I thought that would happen. I'll be off in about 20 minutes, probably. All right. Um, there's my mother right there. Move her. <laughs> she's back here. So she won't be on camera. But, uh, she came here to use the back. So it's a little office space. I'll be, this is where I work out do things early morning, cold, or whatever outside range. It's also where I meditate a little bit and do Tachi uh, work on the creative. Anyway, so stretch, you get the knees too, rotate the knees, you know what I'm saying? Rotate in the opposite direction. And open up, rotate the waist. Get everything loose. You do it three times, I'm just doing it. To show, you know what I'm saying? We rotate the waist on them. Breathe in, breathe out. Breathe in, breathe out. You rotate the knees, basically, it's no breath. Rotate the knees, opposite direction. And you want to actually engage on your ankles, your knees, and your hips when you rotate. You don't want to just rotate the knees. You want to engage on your ankles, your knees, and your hips. You see how they're moving. Now, don't miss it. All right, but uh, yeah, get the whole gyration going. And then when you come back up, you shake it. You can do the shakti shake. All right, just get loose. Make sure the fluid is flowing in your body real good. Get everything, get that vibration going, that movement going before you get the other movement going. All right. Open up, you know what I'm saying? Just open up the Wu Chi or the horse stance. And the first movement is the heart movement, which is going to be a heart movement. And the sound is hey or ha. How you do it is you're going to breathe in, you're going to express your pinkies out and up. So the pinkies, the heart meridian, are going to come up. As you breathe in, then when we breathe out, we're going to relax the hands and the pinkies and breathe out. We do this three times. Once again.
So the tongue's at the roof of the mouth. You breathe in. The pinky's going to be spread out as the fingers are open. You know what I'm saying? The hands will be open like that, but the pinkies are going to be more expressive and expanded upward. Tongue at the roof of the mouth and breathe out and relax the hand. Keep the tongue at the roof of the mouth as we, as the hands come down. All right. All right. Then we close. And clear. Open back up. Go back to Wu Chi. Knees are over the ankles. You know what I'm saying? Keep uh, everything in the right alignment. So the lower back will go forward. The coccyx or the tailbone will go forward slightly. The head's going to be like a string is attached and slightly bent forward. Not going like this, but slightly bent forward, forming a perfect C from the head all the way to the cockpit. So we have a C. Like right in there. And this is going to correct the spine and help align the spine. So we pull up on, on the spine. As we pull down on the lower part of the body, we pull up on the upper part. And the hands will be open. Now we're going to the lungs. So we open back up. Uchi. Lungs are similar, but the hands are going to breathe in. The hands come up, palms facing upward. And the sound is as the hands float back around, on the way down. Breathe up, turn to the roof of the mouth. I mean, this is a liver, forgive me. This is a liver, so this is mm. the liver sound is uh, head for the heart. And the liver sound is who? It's spelled S, uh, where it's actually spelled like C S U, but it's pronounced uh, uh, it's pronounced shoe. So when we come up, the hands will be right here. We pinch through the earth inside, big toes. That's the liver meridian on the toe. And then we breathe out. Give me, I, was, I said this is what I say. Anyway, so breathe in. Hands, hands will be this way. Breathe in. I said it was lungs. Give me the lungs out. So it's like your mouth will be pierced, like you're blowing out wind. But the sound is shoot. So again, breathe in. Tighten the, the, grip the earth with your toe, big toes. Breathe out. Turn the hands back over with the palms facing downward. And breathe out. Again. You do that three, six, nine, twelve. The interval of three would be good. Then you close again. Bring the right toe, big toe back in to where your feet are 45 degrees angle. Relax, breathe, and clear. You do that three times and you open back up to the third movement. 
this the spleen. The sound is who. I do this, your hands, bring your hands to the mid region or to the uh, lower abdomen region. When you breathe in, when it gets to the mid region, the right hand is going to go up, palm facing upward. The bottom, the left hand is going to go to the bottom, palm facing to the earth. And you, you breathe out. You breathe in again, bringing the hands back as they rotate and change. You breathe out. This is spleen energy. So imagine the color yellow and and focus on the, the um, spleen. Same with the heart movement and with the, uh, the liver movement. So the liver movement, locate the liver and focus on that. On the heart movement, locate the heart and focus on that. The colors, again, we'll go over that again. So the heart, pinky, colors red, the energy is love, and the sound is Focusing on the pinky. And it's the heart. So focus on the heart, concentrating on the heart reading. Then um, the liver, same movement, but the hands are going upward. The palms will be facing upward. The color is, is green, and it's the kidney energy. The uh, motion is acceptance. The sound is Green, acceptance, liver. Found that the roof of the mouth, all the way. Then going to the spleen, yellow, emotion, positive emotion is um, patience and wisdom. Colors yellow and the screens focus on those energies. Breathe in.
and it's a roof of the mouth, and he's blowing out like a, a snake sound. All right, you close, breathe in, breathe out as a big toe, breathe in the cheek in, then clear one to three times. Sound will be so breathe in, and way down. Exuding that carbon dioxide and those, you know, lactic acids, whatever it may be in there, just overproducing that we don't need. Then come back out the wu chi, out to the horse stance, medium horse stance. This one is the um, kidneys, so the hands come up like we're holding the ball in front of us. Breathe in, and we squat down. The color is black. The sound is shaway, and the emotion is courage. So breathe in, start breathing out, come back up. Breathe in, so breathe in here to the kidneys. In this general area, breathe in. Emotion is courage, color is black, and focusing on the kidney region. Breathe in, turn it to the mouth, start bending and breathing out. Breathe in, start breathing out. Breathe in, start breathing out. Sound is sway. Get close. Bring in that big toe. Bring in your energy with the big toe and relax. Releasing all the tension in the body to settle. Then we go into the. Don't do it so fast. Like I'm, I'm going pretty fast. Be real subtle and take the time with it. Go back to the horse stance, medium horse stance. And this one is the triple warmer. All right, so when breathe in, the sound is shh. It's spelled S-H-E, but it's like shh, shh. So breathe in. We're going to bring our hands over our head. In the palms, of, I'm going to squat down. Don't squat down. I'm try to move back a little bit. Palms will be over our head. So breathe in and breathe out. Let the hands go down, shh. Breathe in. Breathe out. No color or emotion for that. It's a triple one. It's the six sound. Like the head sound, that's the, the fourth dollar. Like you got five senses, and then you have a uh, thought or four dollar. Uh, premonition. Exorcist session. Breathe in, higher sense per second. Breathe out. Breathe in. Breathe out. Then relax. So those are the six other sounds in that in that um category or that school of thought. So basically Person's heart, 
Pinkies Express. Breathe in. The second one is lungs. I mean, the second one is liver. Breathe in. Hands, palms facing up. Breathe out. Hands come towards the earth. Breathe out. Um, Third one is spleen, and it'll be hand palms facing up at the uh, navel region. Breathe in. As it gets to the mid, to the sternum, right hand goes up, left hand goes down. Then change the energy. The breathing in here. The breathing out as they change. Then the fourth one is long, same as here. Fifth one is the kidneys. Breathe in. Hands will be at the midsection. Kidneys. Focus on the kidneys. Breathe in. Breathe out all the way when it comes back to the top. Breathe in. Remember, make the stomach or the abdomen large like a beach ball. So when you breathe out, breathe in. When you breathe in, it makes the stomach come out like that. And then breathe out, make the stomach go towards the front. All right, so the next set, this is six seven sounds. We watch the series twice. Still, we're going to open up, going out to our to our right, breathe in, breathe out. First one is dragon emerges from the sea. It's the heart energy. So we're going to breathe in, bring our fist, bring our hands up and over our head in a circle manner, forming fist. As we breathe in, hold the breath. We're going to place our elbows on our knees. Then we're going to exude the breath, breathe, breathe out as we go. Then come back around, circle the hands back down, and relax. Do this three times. Breathe in, form the fist, breathe out, elbows on the knees. Circling up, form the fist, come down, knees. I'm going to do it right this time. Relax. Breathe in. Hold the breath. And relax. After that, bend forward. You do pinchy. So you breathe in here. Then, then come back up. Everything. Get the tension out the shoulders. You can use the, you can do the whole body. You want to do the whole shape. You know what I'm saying? But come back up and just get the tension out the shoulders as you, as you rise back. Then close. Breathe out. Breathe in, clear or scrape. And then watch the body swallow your saliva. 
the heavenly dew. They open back up. This is Dragon's Roar. Dragon's Roar, you're going to create, going to breathe in, and then bring up the Dragon's Claw. And tighten up your, your fingers. Don't make them extra tight, but tighten up the fingers. Then we're going to breathe in, squat down, bringing the hands into the chest. Then we're going to come back up, just along, so we're going to be like, Then bring them back down. Bring them up. Tighten up the fist. Bring the hands into the chest area. And we're going to imagine the negative energy going out the body. Same energy as before with the heart. Same emotions. Focus on the organ that is related to. So the heart now we, uh, just pertains to the lung. So the heart was is love as long as it's happiness. Breathe in. Do that three, six, nine times. Then breathe in after the third, six, nine time or whatever. How many times you feel like doing it? Breathe in. Breathe. Come back forward. Do this nine times. Have the ninth one. Come back up, get that tension out the shoulders, get back loose. Breathe in, breathe out. And put it. Watch the body. And swallow, swallow. And relax. Releasing all our tension in the body. And breathe in. This is dragging, balances heaven and earth. Change to the spleen. So what we do here, we're going to breathe in. And as we breathe in, we're going to breathe out as we rotate to the left. Same as the other spleen movement where the right hand is above the head, the lower, the back hand, the left hand is going to be pointed down. So it looks like this from this from the back. Breathe in. Breathe out. Breathe in again. Imagine in the balloon over the spleen, expanding the spleen, and then breathe out. You go to the opposite side, breathe in. Left hand on top, right hand on bottom, right hand facing the earth, breathe out as we moved over. Breathe in again. Imagine the spleen yellow, positive energy. Patience and wisdom. Then breathe out. Breathe in. Breathe out. Breathe in. Nice and right around. So go to the left. Breathe in. Breathe out. Breathe in and breathe out. Breathe in. Breathe out. Breathe in. And we end on the right. Start on the left, end on the right. Three, six, nine. Then breathe in and pinchy and relax. Breathe in, 
straight out. And now we go to the fourth movement. On dragging cords inward. Breathe in. Breathe out. This kidney energy, I mean, this is liver energy. Color green again and acceptance. What we do here is going to feel like the heart. Um, with the um, dragon uh, emerges from, I mean, the dragon emerges from the sea, the heart moves, breathe the fist, hands up, circle matter, bring in the fist. This time the elbow is going to come into the knees. We bend forward, breathing in, holding it. We're going to rub three times around the kidney, I mean, the liver. Then we're going to breathe out. Breathe in. Breathe in. And relax. Color green. The emotion is acceptance. Positive emotion is acceptance. Or feeling is acceptance, actually. There's only two emotions, love and fear. So the feeling is acceptance. If you will. Then go into pink chi, breathe in, and now it's time. And then relax. Close, break, and watch the body and clear. And swallow your saliva with the heavy while relaxing all the muscles. And open up again. Do this subtly, though. I'm going through it a little bit. Faster than normal. It's all good. Time we got 11 o'clock. So the clock has 11. All right, so this is the fifth movement. And this is um, Dragon Creates Elixir. And we're going to be focusing on kidneys. So kidney energy is uh, water. And the motion is courage. Breathe in. We're going to clap the hands. And we're going to rub them together. Holding the breath. Then we're going to place them on the front part where the kidney is located. And then we're going to act like we got guns and we're going to gun swing and say shway each time. We're going to breathe in. We're going to hold the breath and breathe out nine times. We're going to do this movement. It's going to breathe in, breathe out. So breathe out, shway, breathe in, shway. So breathe out here, breathe back in. Shway, shway, shway. While rubbing, The hands open, twerk, 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 Nine times. Then do that for three rotations. Come back in. While holding the breath, doing that. Come here, exude the breath. Towards the back, lower back, 
Get ready to exhale. Sweat, 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 sweat.